Hello and welcome to this week's episode of the Tiger Shulman Smithtown Podcast. I'm Sensei James Leonelli, owner and head instructor of Tiger Shulman's here in Smithtown. Once again, I am back in my home studio this week because I wanted to once again be able to give you guys a little bit of motivation, some food for thought, and a nice little tool that we can use uh, to help us achieve at a higher level, be a little more organized, and maximize uh, our efforts and what we do on a daily basis. So with that in mind, the thing I want to talk about today is the value of making a to-do list which I know sounds like a really basic idea. I mean, make a to-do list. But when I'm talking about doing that, I'm talking about doing it on a daily basis. And I want to illustrate why I believe that is so important and what I think having that to-do list does for you, your ability to achieve, and your ability to stay organized. See, I believe having a to-do list has multiple values, right? The chief among them, in my opinion, is it makes it easier for you to achieve. When you know exactly what your sights are set on for the day, it's really easy to achieve some stuff. The second biggest value, in my opinion, is it helps keep you organized. If you have to try to remember things and you're kind of flying by the seat of your pants, it makes it much, much more difficult for you to really achieve things at the rate that you would hope to. It makes it much more difficult to make sure that um, everything gets done in the timely fashion that it should. And the other value in terms of organization is what I want to touch on next. Things don't get forgotten. I don't know about you guys, but in my past, I've definitely had some times where I thought to myself, oh, I'll remember to do that. And then three days goes by. I'm like, "Uh oh, I guess I never did that. Well, why did it happen? It happened because I did not put it on a to-do list. I didn't put it somewhere where I would see it every single day until it was done. Speaking of every single day, that brings me to what I believe is, is, the, is one more value of making your daily to-do list, and that is having a routine. And we've spoken before about how important having a routine is and how valuable it is, and that it's going to help you achieve at whatever you set your sights on. So the next thing I really want to get into as we continue to talk here is I want to talk about the routine, specifically about when to make your your to-do list and when to consult it throughout your day in order to maximize its effectiveness and in order for you to have a nice, clean routine that will maximize your ability to achieve as well as make sure nothing is forgotten. You see, I believe the best time for you to make your to-do list is the night before. In other words, it's Tuesday right now. So tonight, I would make my to-do list for Wednesday, which begs the better question as to why. Number one, I think it gives you some peace of mind. It gives you uh, a little bit of something to look forward to rather than wondering, gee, when am I going to accomplish X, Y, and Z? You know, when is that going to get done? What am, I, what am I going to be able to fit in tomorrow? At least you'll have an, a much better plan after making your to-do list the night before. Secondly, the thoughts are really fresh in your head. So maybe there's something that you realized today that you have to do tomorrow. If that's the case, great. 
what better time to write it down? What better time to record it than right then and there? That's the best time, in my opinion. When it's fresh in your head, it makes sure that it doesn't get forgotten. It makes sure that you're giving your clearest thoughts when you write it down. It also sets up your next day for you. You already have a plan as to what you're going to do. You know the things that you're going to try to knock off of your to-do list simply because you made sure that you went over them the night before. You've got a plan as you go into the day. You're not flying by the seat of your pants. You're not uh, making it up as you go along. You're able to get in there and get it done. And like I've touched on earlier, it makes sure that things don't get forgotten. Because I don't know about you, at the end of the day is when my mind is generally the busiest. And that's when it's very easy for me to say, oh yeah, I got to do that. Oh yeah, I have to do that. Oh yeah, I have to do that. And that enables you to make sure that you can write all that stuff down while it's still in your head before the haze of going to sleep or freshly waking up in the morning uh, hits your brain and lets those things wander off into the ether. Then after you've made your to-do list, obviously go to sleep, <laughs> but the next day, early in that next day, you got to take that to-do list out again because at that point, it's time for you to prioritize, plan, and figure out when to work on what. Because there are some tasks that you will write down that you definitely have to get done, but definitely aren't pressing. They don't need to get done that day. If they have to wait till the next day or the day after or the day after, it's no big deal. But there are other things that you have a time crunch on, so you have to make sure they get done immediately. If that's the case, you have to plan. You have to figure out when in your day you're going to work on these things. You also got to remember to leave yourself a little fudge time, a little bit of room around each of those tasks and leave yourself a little bit more time for each task than you think you'll need and a little bit of, of free time that you could fill with these tasks if necessary because we know life is what happens when we're busy making other plans and quite often other plans come into place, uh, other things pop up, the phone rings and you get stuck on the phone for an exorbitant amount of time with somebody and it cuts into the time. And that brings me to the final thing you have to do as you're planning these things out. You have to budget your time. You have to say to yourself, okay, I'm going to dedicate this many minutes to this task and this long to this task and you know an hour and a half to that task. Just so that way, again, you're not lost in the sauce. Because sometimes, again, I'll be the first one to admit I can be guilty of this. I'll start a big task that I know I don't have to finish, but I'll start it. And I'll mean to budget an hour. And then two and a half hours have gone by. And uh oh, now I can't do those other two or three things that I want to because I got so involved in this first thing. So after you've set your plan, after you've prioritized, after you've figured out when and how long to work on each thing, then you have to do the more satisfying thing. You have to go to work. You got to work that plan. Having a plan is good. Working the plan is much much, much better. And more importantly, it gets us what we need. It gets us the satisfaction. Every time something is checked off of our to-do list, every time we get to cross something off, that's one more achievement. Yeah, it may not be the world's biggest achievement. It may be something as simple as putting your socks back in the drawer after you take them out of the laundry, but it's still something. And that little bit of accomplishment, that little bit of achievement will be enough to push you into the next task, into the next task, and into the next.
See, it builds momentum. We've talked about the idea of using momentum in terms of achievements in the past, and it's certainly the truth. When you get on a roll and you're knocking some things off of the to-do list, that roll feeds right into the next task and right into the next achievement and so on and so on and so on. It boosts your confidence as well. Every time you can check one more thing off of that list, you can say to yourself, yeah. <laughs> you, you can have a little bit of a celebration in yourself and it makes you feel that much better. Then when you're faced with a crazy day involuntarily, you know, when you didn't plan for it and down the line, all these tasks are getting dumped in your lap, well, then you can look back at all the days where you made uh, a, a ton of achievements happen, where you made your way through a crazy to-do list and you were able to accomplish all these things because of how you stuck to things, because of how you made a plan and then worked that plan and how you were able to definitely get your best through those days. And if you can handle those days, of course, you can handle this day uh, that life is throwing at you. Now, this raises a, a, another question here, because obviously we have multiple areas of our life. We have our home life. We have our, our workout life, our exercise life. We have our family life. Right? If we go to school, we have that life as well. There's all these things, all these different areas of our life where we have different tasks to accomplish. So the question becomes, should we have a to-do list for each one? Or should you have one big to-do list? And I say that completely depends. <laughs> I know that's really not the type of answer you guys would expect from me. Usually I give you a little bit more of a direct answer than that. But I believe that that's going to be unique to you in your situation. Right? I know for me, because I own my own business, because I, you know, I own a martial arts school, I know that I'm going to work on work stuff at home. By the same token, I may also work on some home stuff at work because in my life, those two places are so completely intertwined that there's tremendous crossover. There always is and there likely always will be. But that doesn't mean that my situation is everybody's situation. You know, like you might have the kind of thing where, okay, I need to leave work at work or I have, you know, all these tasks running at work that I have to deal with okay, then it makes a little more sense for you to have a home list and a work list. But either way, it's not how you divide the lists, it's that you have them that matters. Like for example, I know my wife, she has to-do lists running all over the place for everything. She has tasks, tasks she wants to get done within our house. She has tasks she wants to get in the outside of our house. She has tasks she wants to get done at work. She has tasks she wants to do with her other little business. She has all these tasks and she has to-do lists separately for each one of those things. I'm not that person, personally. I tend to make one to-do list. Now, on that same vein, it may make the most sense to have a to-do list for every day of the week. To say, okay, on Monday I'm going to do this, Tuesday this, Wednesday this, so on and so forth. Just because that way um, you're going to accomplish not only the plan for that day, but you'll also accomplish planning out kind of your whole week. And then what will happen naturally is stuff you were not able to finalize on Tuesday will migrate its way over to Wednesday and so on and so forth. And then you'll really be able to see the priority of things. You'll see what's really important and what's not. Now, on this vein of making a daily to-do list, I want to touch on an idea here 
that one of my very good friends, Sensei Joe Curran, uh, illustrated with me a while ago. And he and I had a little bit of a, de- a debate about this, but I think it's just because of the different ways uh, that our brains work. He believes more in a calendar than a to-do list. In other words, he skips the writing everything down separately, you know, everything you have to do step. He skips that. And he goes right to, okay, tomorrow at 10 o'clock, I'm working on this. At 11, I'm working at this. At 1 o'clock, I'll be working on this. Thursday, I'll be working on this at this time. And you know, on Friday, this at this time. For him, that's the most organized way to do it. And I can certainly understand how for some people, that's what's best for them. And there's nothing wrong with, with that system whatsoever. And in fact, I think it's a good one. But it's not a necessity. I personally like to write out all the things I have to accomplish. I want to see the whole list at once. And then I may not commit those things to writing that, okay, at 11 o'clock I'm going to work on this, at 1 o'clock I'm going to work on this. But I know what I'm working on first and I know what comes you know, after lunch and what comes after work and so on and so forth. See, again, I'll touch back on this earlier idea that it's not which system you use that matters. It's the fact that you have a system that matters because having that system makes you organized. And organization really is the key. It's really the main idea here because when you are organized, everything gets done. It's very hard for things to slip through the cracks. Right? Nothing gets forgotten when you are very organized, when you have a process, when you have a routine. That's why times like the current times are very difficult because we're out of our normal routines. And because we're out of our normal routines, it makes it a little bit more difficult for us to ensure that everything gets done at the speed that we hope it would, at our normal uh, pace of work. But that's okay. That's, in my opinion, a reason to go about being more organized. Because, yeah, you may not be able to attack your process in its normal order, but at least if everything's there for you, at least if you've got everything written down, then it'll still get done eventually. Additionally, the fact that you are organized will continue will make you continue to achieve and therefore continue to build your confidence. That's the beautiful thing. Everything that you can knock off of that to-do list is something that you can step back and look at and say, wow, I did that. Yeah, it may not be the world's biggest thing. It doesn't have to be. Achievements come in all shapes and sizes. And every little one precedes every bigger one that comes after it. It gives you the momentum to set your sights a little bit bigger and a little bit higher. And the most important thing that happens, as you use this to-do list system, as you create the to-do list system that works for you, and you work that system, it becomes your routine. And routine, that's really the key. Once it's your routine, then it doesn't become something you have to think about. You don't have to make an effort to do it every day. Instead, it's just what you do. As easily as you put your shoes in the same spot every day, as easily as you put your your, uh, backpack or briefcase in the same spot every day, it's just your routine. You know where it's going to head, you know where you're going to put it, and you just put it there. It's simply your routine. The beautiful thing about this specific routine is it becomes what's called a feedback loop. In other words, you use this routine, you make a to-do list, you make your plan of action, you stick to it, you knock a bunch of things off of that to-do list. You feel great because of it. And because you feel great, 
you're more apt to do it again. And because you're more apt to do it again, the same thing will happen. You'll achieve a great amount of things. Again, you'll feel great about it. And you'll be more apt to do it again. And one will feed into the next, will feed into the next, will feed into the next. In a constant loop of your own progression, of your own building of confidence and never-ending cycle of achievements. This becomes another tool in your toolbox, another weapon in your arsenal. Something that you can use to continue to achieve at a higher, better level. You can make sure that you're doing things even better by taking a little bit of time to practice this tool, to hone it to a system that will work for you. Because not everybody's system is going to work for everybody else. And that's fine. uh, Joe Curran, who I spoke about earlier, has a different system than me. And that's fine. The key is we both have a system. And the fact that we have a system and the fact that we use a system means that we have this tool at our disposal. That's why I urge you to do the same thing, to put another tool in your toolbox, have another weapon in your arsenal, because it will only help you accomplish more. Now, speaking of tools at our disposal, one tool I wanted to speak about is technology when it comes to making your to-do list. We live in a day and age where just about everybody has a smartphone. And the good news is, even if you don't have a smartphone, Most, for lack of a better word, stupid phones also have a to-do list application. If you have a smartphone like an Android, like an iPhone, something of that type, the beautiful thing is there are hundreds of to-do list apps. Hundreds. And you can use any one of them to do things exactly the way that I described. Personally, I use an app from Google called Google Keep. I like Google Keep because I can see it across many different devices. I can write something down on my phone, and then when I'm trying to consult my to-do list later at work, I don't need my phone. I can look on my tablet, and on my tablet it's there. And I also like it because I can create lists that I can share with other Google users. Like, for example, my wife. Like, if we're going to, we're planning a, a little bit of a getaway around Labor Day weekend, when we're trying to plan for that, and there's things that come into our mind of, oh, we got to pack that. Oh, you know, we'd like to do this. Uh, make sure that we, uh, you know, don't forget to do this. Then we can make one list shared between us and we can continue to add to it. That's, that's the app that I use. But like I said, there are dozens out there. Which raises the better question as to what's better, apps or paper? I already told you which one I use, so I think you kind of know my opinion. You know, I said my wife is a great list maker. Uh, I always joke that even in her most uh, treacherous and trying times of her life, you still find lists. Why? Because lists are the things she always comes back to to find comfort even in her darkest times. But the downfall, in my opinion, of paper to-do lists is they get cast aside very easily. Not long ago, we were cleaning up a whole bunch of stuff in the house, and we found to-do lists from back before we moved into our house uh, nine years ago. So if she's still got them and they're tucked away on some shelf somewhere, in my opinion, I don't think they work nearly as well as having an app that you're going to see every day. Just my opinion, but use whichever system works for you. I know some people are pen and paper people. That's just who they are. That's okay. Like I said, your method, your system, it's not nearly as important which method or system that you have. Again, it is most important that you have one. By having one, 
it's going to lead to those achievements and that's going to boost your confidence. So in this coming week, do me a favor. If you don't normally make a to-do list, try it for me. See how well it works for you. And if it works for you, then try it next week. And then try it a third week. And by that point, it'll simply be your habit. It'll just be part of what you do. That's all I have for you guys today. I hope as per usual you found this very informative. As always, you can reach me via email, senseileonelli at gmail. Find me on Twitter and Instagram at sensei underscore leonelli. On Facebook, I'm sensei james leonelli. You can find my school on social media. On Facebook, we are at facebook.com slash smithtown. Twitter and Instagram, we are at tsmma underscore smithtown. You can find out more about us on our website at tskSmithtown.com. Look into Tiger Shulman's as a whole at tsk.com. Uh, you can find the podcast on Instagram at tssmithtownpodcast. Uh, and that is everything. Until next time, my friends, I will see you guys on the mat.